This is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Corey provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles. Hello and welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. If you would like more information about what you hear during our show today, just give us a call at 614-760-0670 where you can always visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And while you're at our website, click on that radio page. You can check out past shows and subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or if you want to set up a face-to-face meeting or even a conference call or even a video chat. Again, that phone number is 614-760-0670. Now, it can be very easy for anyone to view retirement as the goal that we're all working towards in and of itself. After all, during our working years, we're constantly establishing and checking retirement accounts and retirement income products. You know, we talk to our family and friends about when we should retire and how much money we're going to need to make that happen. But often the idea of how we want to live our lives to look when we're retired is a bit of an afterthought. So soon after we retire, we might look around and ask, now what do we do? So before we you know, kick around some ideas today about how you can stay healthy and fully enjoy your retirement, let me introduce my co-host this week and every week, and that's Tony Shore. Tony, how are you today? I am doing great, Corey. I've had uh, an amazing week, really. Uh, just got a lot done again, and so that feels good. Uh, but, you know, I'm concerned about the economy and the whole COVID-19 thing uh, is still looming and they don't know if there's going to be a huge resurgence and they're worried about that. So I'm just wondering if they're going to shut down the economy again and uh, what's going to happen with the markets, you know. So th- that's a bit of a concern. But I know that uh, if you have all your ducks in a row and stick to the plan, and see your financial professional make adjustments. Uh, hopefully, uh, it won't be too bad then, and uh, you'll weather the storm like uh, the other storms we've had financially, right? Yeah, Tony, you know, you, I think you kind of hit it there, you know, talking about the economy. I think there's a lot of unknowns right now, yeah. what's really going to happen. Um, you know, I don't think there's going to be a complete shutdown like there was previously, but that doesn't mean there's going to be certain things that shut down. You know, we, if you go back and look at it, you know, some of the states have started to close some restaurants, remove the capacity. Um, some things, you know, rest, you know, not the restaurants, but a lot of the, you know, some of them are even shutting down bars. Um, you know, and, and now really what we're looking at with all this COVID stuff is, you know, now the people that are actually getting in are, you know, between the ages of 20 and 40. So uh, only thing that does is that just kind of, even though they're probably younger and can handle handle it, you know, from a health standpoint, you know, the problem always is, is now they're going to go visit their parents and grandparents and what's that really going to do long term. So, you know, there, you know, that is, that is a concern, you know, we're kind of stepping in some un, un, you know, this territory is 
brand new on on what to expect, you know, from the economy, from the market and things like that. So, um, you know, we always talk about making sure you stick to your financial plan, but you also want to make sure you always have the, you know, the right risk level as well. So uh, this is probably the the best time to make sure that you're allocated the correct way to to make sure you can handle the ups and downs of the market, because I do expect some, you know, volatility, you know, going forward. But, you know, outside of that, you know, summer's here, weather's been good now. Um, Looks like, you know, this upcoming week, uh, hardly any rain, a lot of sun, a lot of heat. So uh, summer is here. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And I know you've been uh, getting outside a bit, which is good, but keeping busy with your clientele. So I, I'm interested in our topic for today. I know you've got a good one picked out, right? I do. You know, we're going to, we're really going to, uh, you know, we're going to kind of talk about what do you do after retirement? You know, we on this show, we always talk about the financial side, but I think it's going to be good to, you know, kind of talk about, you know, what do you do with your time? Well, yeah. And, uh, you know, we get caught in that trap where we think of our retirement date as the finish line. But like you said, it's what happens after you reach retirement that really matters. Uh, Depending on when you retire, it's possible you could live for 20 to 30 years or more in retirement now because people are living longer. And that's a lot of time to fill, Corey. I think you're dead on with that, Tony. You know, it's great to focus on getting yourself to retirement. But you should also have a robust plan for you know your life after you retire. You know, with the right type of strategy, you can enjoy a happy and rewarding retirement. Now, there was a U.S. News and World's uh, World Report article, and it was titled "12 Steps to a Longer, Healthier Retirement," and it has some really great advice about what to consider as you develop a strategy. So, you know, let's take a moment and imagine that we've all reached that magical land of retirement so that we can really discuss on how to make it, you know, make it in the retirement that you've always wanted. You know, the first piece of advice is to find an activity that you enjoy. You know, there's no shortage of activities that will keep you occupied while also keeping your heart rate up a bit too. You know, long walks, jogging, swimming, bicycling. Uh, Maybe you can, you know, golf 18 holes without a cart and maybe even tennis are just some of your options. But don't forget about you know, some trendier activities like yoga, um, working out with even a, uh, you know, even with an, you know, an instructor, you know, at a gym because, you know, they, they can be low impact while also offering benefits for things like balance and mental calmness as well. Right. And I think that it's interesting you talk about this because, you know, it's a different way uh, to think about it, it sounds like it, it doesn't matter what you do as long as it's something that gets you out of the house and gets you working up a bit of sweat, right? Absolutely, Tony. You know, it's all about finding something that really interests you and that's going to keep you motivated. Because when it comes to staying active, you know, finding the motivation to do it regularly is critical. You know, you got to really create that habit. You know, we, we always hear that. But being active isn't just good for your heart. It can also have, you know, countless, you know, small benefits as well. For example, you know, if you're going to be traveling a lot in retirement, that means you're going to be carrying around plenty of suitcases and bags. You know, staying fit enough, you know, to lift them is important. And if you're, you know, if your travel plans include guided tours of places like your museums and historical sites, then you're going to need to plenty of, you know, stamina too to keep up with the group and really to make sure that you enjoy the trips that you're taking. Well, I've heard people say that it takes two or three weeks to make something become a habit. 
And I bet doing something at the same time every single day could help a person make a physical activity a routine or working out a routine, right? Yeah, you know, Tony, I think scheduling your activity is actually the, you know, the next tip. Um, you know, as you suggested, a schedule that has you participating at the same time every day, you know, it's, it's an easy and really helpful step. You know, you're probably already making time, you know, most days to eat lunch um, or catch a TV show. So why not set a fixed time into your daily schedule for exercising? You know, one of the things that I do myself, Tony, is I, I, I usually schedule to work out, you know, first thing in the morning. I, I do go to the, to the gym about three days a week because I know this. Um, if I don't do it in the morning, you know, after a long day at the office, things pop up and I know it's, I'm not going to be able to uh, necessarily always, you know, work out if I plan on doing it at night. So I just pencil that in first thing in the morning to, to, to work out and get my little exercise in. And that's really, you know, something that most people should try to do. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree with that, Corey. And And speaking of time, I know I've seen a lot of articles and stories out there about uh, how bad it, isolated time can be uh, on a person's health uh, as they get older or in retirement. Do you have anything for us on that? Yeah, Tony, you know, making sure you continue to socialize and get out in the world is clearly a, really an important part of that healthy retirement. Now, the good news is exercising is a great way to spend time with other people in a fun, you know, setting, um, doing something that you enjoy. You know, some activities like golf or tennis, you know, another you know, another popular one with a lot of my clients today is pickleball. And that does require, you know, require multiple players as well. But you can often, you know, incorporate a partner into just about anything you do. If you're trying to lose weight or working to achieve a distance goal for running or even, you know, bicycling, you can, you know, you can have a friend serve as an accountability partner who helps you, you know, keep on track, you know, to your goal. So reaching out to your local community center like the YMCA or your parks, um, the Metro Parks are great here in Central Ohio. It's a you know it's really a great way to get started. Well, yeah, that sounds great, and I think that's good advice. Let's face it, exercising with other people not only helps with socializing; it's usually a lot more fun too. And you know I've enjoyed this conversation so far, but Corey, we do have to take a quick break here. Is there anything else you want to add before we do? Sure, Tony. You know, I'd like our, you know, our listeners out there, I really encourage you to visit our website at safeharboroh.com, where you can always give us a call at 614-760-0670. And, you know, when you do call in, you know, we can discuss how my team might be able to help, you know, answer your questions and address any of your concerns about your path to retirement. You know, it's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement that you've worked so hard for. So if you just give us a call at 614-760-0670, you can really set up a complimentary no obligation meeting with me and we can really, you know, get down to the details and discuss your financial plan. And if you want to talk about what what, what you're either going to do, um, you know, after you retire from an activity standpoint, we can discuss that as well. Again, that phone number is 614-760-0670. All right. Well, thanks, Corey. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Financially Fit Radio and our host, Corey Sickles, after this. 
Unpleasant surprises can be annoying, but sometimes they can be devastating. If your retirement plan is vulnerable to unpleasant surprises, you do have a choice. There are strategies that can help ensure that any surprise is a welcome one and help reduce threats to your retirement. At Safe Harbor Retirement Group, we specialize in helping to protect your portfolio from unpleasant surprises. Visit safeharboroh.com to request a guide to your nice, predictable retirement. Welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. Now, if you'd like more information about what you hear during the show, just give us a call at 614-760-0670, or you can always visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And while you're visiting our website, be sure to click on that radio page. You can check out some past shows, but more importantly, you you can subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. The radio page, of course, will also provide you with previous shows on a number of topics that that also may be of interest to you. Now, during our show today, we've been chatting about how you can really stay healthy and enjoy a rewarding retirement. All right. Yeah, it's been a great conversation so far, and I think this is really a good one. Uh, I've picked up plenty of good tips so far myself. Uh, What do you have next for us? Well, the next thing really, Tony, you know, from that U.S. News and World Report article, which is 12 Steps to a Longer, Healthier Retirement, it really encourages you to adjust your attitude. And they don't mean that as, as harshly as it may come across at first. You know, changing your attitude is all about changing how you view your activity schedule. It's important, you know, to not view exercise as a chore or an unpleasant obligation. You know, as much as you can, you really should, you know, view your activities as, as really as an opportunity, you know, to kick up your heels and have a little fun. And remember, there are plenty of active things that you can do outside of the gym or other structured settings. You know, if, if the word exercise sends your brain, you know, all those wrong signals, then stop thinking of it as exercise and start thinking about it as your daily opportunity to get out in the world and see what's really going on. Right. And that's the key right there. So I think that's great advice. I mean, for me, you know, listening to music or an audio book or podcast is a lot of fun. And I can do that while I go for a walk or ride my bike. And, you know, audiobooks personally for me, Corey, have been a great way to get through my reading list while also getting off the couch and staying active. Um, I'm, I totally agree with you on that one, Tony. You know, going for a walk, on a warm evening while listening to some of my favorite music is just, you know, so relaxing as well. So it's also important, you know, to not try and do, you know, do too much too soon as, as well. Start small. You know, if your schedule is already a little full, and b- believe me, I have a lot of clients that uh, seems like they're busier now than, the, than they were when they were working. Um, but, you know, if you've really been fairly inactive for a long time, start by taking, you know, some um, moderately long walks around the neighborhood. Let your body get used to uh, your settling new lifestyle. To begin, just get out there every day and do a little of something because those little somethings will lead into something bigger and then something bigger than that. So once you've gotten into the groove with your cho- you know your chosen activity, you know you'll have much less trouble ramping up your steps or laps or you know really or however else your favorite exercise is measured. Yeah. And I guess in this example, that old saying of don't, you know, don't run before you can walk is literally true. Uh, What's the next piece of advice you have for us? 
Well, Tony, you know, when it, when it comes to being more active, you know, there are some subtle ways to incorporate more valuable, you know, movement into your daily routine. For example, when you go to the store, you know, park farther away from the door so that you can take, you know, more steps. You probably don't want to do that when it's raining, but that's, you know, that's a good one on a, you know, on a nice warm day. You can also, you know, take the stairs instead of the elevator and you know, purchase a treadmill so that you can take a walk when you're watching your favorite TV show, you know, sitting in, you know, sitting in your, you know, house as well. Well, yeah, Corey, uh, going for a walk in my own living room when I'm binge watching the next season of Stranger Things or uh, Ozarks, it doesn't seem like such a bad idea to me. I'm, I'm right there with you, you know, Tony, believe me over the, you know, with all this COVID stuff going on. I've been doing a lot of binge watching myself. Oh yeah, you know, and it's and it's nice to be able to you know possibly get on the treadmill to do that. So some of my you know binge watching when all the gyms were shut down was in the morning. I'd be you know watching TV shows while I was you know riding my. I have a bike as well, or even a treadmill. So um, I think that's a good thing to be able to do. Now we've talked a little bit so far today about goal setting, but let's spend a little bit more time on that. No, you really should design a plan for what you want to do, how often you know you're going to do it, and you know who you're going to do it with. Build goals that revolve around sticking to the plan rather than the end results. Here's an example. You know you'd be better off to set a goal that will have you walking for you know ha- you know for a half half an hour five days a week rather than setting a goal to lose two pounds every week. Remember, you can control how often and how far you walk but you can't always control how quickly those pounds are going to melt off. You know, another good thing that I see a lot of people doing is now they have Fitbits, right? Trying to get those 10,000 steps in. So that's a good way to be able to make sure that you're getting your your steps in, um, you know, on a daily basis. Well, you know, during today's show, we've been talking about how to stay healthy and content in retirement. A good conversation so far. Yeah, I think it has been a good, you know, great conversation, Tony. And even during the break there, we have actually just, I didn't ever realize it myself, but, um, we, you know, our show's titled Financially Fit Radio, and really we're talking about staying financially fit. So, <laughs> and and uh, physically fit, yeah. And That's physically awesome. fit. That's correct. That is correct. You know, but for our final segment, I thought we could kind of switch gears just slightly while also continuing to focus on what we can do to position yourself for a happy retirement. Now, there's a good reason to try to focus on being healthy in retirement because one of the potential landmines in anyone's retirement is that possibility of a significant and unexpected medical expense. Oh, medical expenses are so crazy. Uh, You know, healthcare costs are just outrageous. And I think this is a good thing to spend some time on here, Corey. And I confess the idea of huge or unexpected medical bills is scary. That's, I think that's definitely understandable, Tony, but it doesn't really have to be scary. You know, an investopedia.com article, How to Plan for Medical Expenses in Retirement, really had some great insights. As the article notes, a 65-year-old couple that retired in 2019 can expect to spend around $285,000 on health care and medical expenses during their retirement. And our listeners should be aware that that figure doesn't include that additional cost of annual long-term care. Right. And, uh, you know, I'm guessing a lot of retirees, even if they've been diligently planning for retirement, probably, you know, don't fully appreciate the sheer enormity of long-term care costs. I mean, it's huge. So what kind of advice uh, do you have for us? Trying to see where you went. 
I, I'm in the right read... spot this time. Okay. Okay. Sorry. But you just skipped. You just skipped part of yours. You just skipped. Yeah, services like adult daycare. You skipped that line, so I just started. I'm guessing a lot of retirees, even oh, if they've okay, been okay, probably yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. So you can yep. just j start with. I think you're exactly right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I guess I'd miss that. Yep. I think you're exactly right, Tony. In fact, and the article notes that two thirds of adults who are 65 and older think they're going to need less than hundred thousand dollars in health care during their retirement, when the reality is. Men are going to need something in the range of 135,000, and women are going to need roughly around 150,000. Yikes. Uh, those are some pretty stark numbers. I mean, in addition to underplaying how much they'll need for long term care costs, I think a lot of people also tend to overplay just how much Medicare is going to cover, right? I, I greatly, you know, I, I agree completely with you on that, Tony. You know, that's a good cue to talk about Medicare for a second. It's important to remember that Medicare will pay for some of your health care needs after you retire, but not all of them. For example, if you don't have a Part D prescription drug plan, Medicare won't cover your medications. Additionally, original Medicare, which is also referred to as Parts A and B, doesn't cover dental and vision care through a medic. However, through a medic, you know, a Medicare Advantage plan, it usually does. So no part of Medicare covers long-term care, and I don't think a lot of people, you know, totally realize that. Yeah. Hey, Corey, let's go back. Yeah. Sorry, Mitch. Just go back and redo that one. Okay. Because I think there were a couple of slip-ups. and Yeah, I, there I, was. There I want was. it to sound a little better. Yeah, that's fine. You know, I totally agree with you, Tony. You know, that's really a good cue to talk about Medicare for a second. It's important to remember that Medicare will pay for some of your Medicare needs after you retire, but not all of them. For example, if you don't have a Part D prescription drug plan, Medicare won't cover your medications. Additionally, original Medicare, which is also referred to as Parts A and B, doesn't cover dental and vision care, though a Medicare Advantage plan usually does. So no part of Medicare covers long-term care, and I, I, I truly believe a lot of people don't realize that. Oh, yeah, I didn't uh, until I started working with you, Corey. Uh, I thought Medicare would cover pretty much everything. I knew there were, you know, some gaps where I'd need some type of supplemental insurance, but I didn't realize that it really doesn't cover long-term care insurance at all. Uh, what are some other expenses that people who are relying on Medicare to help cover their retirement medical costs should be aware of? That's really a great question, Tony. You know, those folks really should you know, plan for various deductibles, premiums, and out-of-pocket expenses. Now, using 2020's numbers, the standard deductible for Medicare Part A is $1,408, and the standard monthly premium for Part B is about a, is is actually $144.60, though some Medicare enrollees will pay less. Now, the base premium for Part D coverage is currently $3,274 per month, and most Part D plans you know, having an annual deductible of up to $435. Well, this has been a great episode, but we're out of time for today's show. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Sure, Tony. If our listeners out there have any questions about your financial strategy, I really encourage you to visit our website at safeharboroh.com or just give us a call at 614-760-0670. At that time, we can discuss how my team 
is going to be able to answer your questions and address any of your concerns. You know, it's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement that you've worked so hard for. And again, all of our meetings are complimentary and there's no obligation. Just give us a call again at 614-760-0670 to set up that complimentary no obligation meeting. All right. Well, that sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Financially Fit Radio with our host, Corey Sickles. Join us soon for another episode of Financially Fit Radio. Take care. and We'll talk to you again very soon. Thank you for listening to Financially Fit Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Corey Sickles at Safe Harbor Retirement Group. Call 614-760-0670 or visit their website at financiallyfitoh.com. Corey Sickles and Safe Harbor Retirement Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.